Transgenders target our kids next on One Nation. Hello, America. Welcome to One Nation. I'm Dr. Jake Jacobs. You know, I can remember my grandfather talking about working for Henry Ford many, many years ago when men were men and women were women. But now Ford Corporation and many other woke corporations across the country have gone insanely mad for the LGBT alphabet people movement. They have a new gay raptor truck with rainbow colors all over in the front in the hood it's actually the transgender flag of pink white and blue an individual trying to decide whether they're a boy or a girl you know I'm going to use a, a clip from a, a gentleman by the name of Dave Rubin now Dave Rubin used to work for Young Turks. He was a pretty hardcore leftist until one day he had Larry Elder, who's now running for president of the United States. He did run for governor of California, and he was attacked by wokocrats and leftists as the black face of white supremacy. It's an outright lie, but they don't like his conservative Christian, uh, Judeo-Christian values, so they have to uh, make an attempt to Alinsky him and destroy him. But Larry Elder was on Dave Rubin's show, and he was talking about racism in America, systemic, institutionalized racism. And Larry Elder, through empirical, factual evidence, destroyed Dave Rubin's argument on one of his shows. It's when Dave Rubin had an epiphany where he came out of the hardcore left-wing world. He's now more of a libertarian. He's a gay libertarian guy. Okay. Well, I'm using his report about this new Ford Gay Raptor because I want you to hear what he says at the end of the commercial. So he's going to introduce this new Ford Gay Raptor, you know, uh, rainbow people, alphabet people truck. But he's going to make a comment afterwards that I have been talking about for years. Here goes the commercial. The cars. The cars are going gay. Okay. So Ford Motors put out this ad. This is uh, to... Up, you know, we've got the gay month coming, June. It's a whole month of gayness. Uh, they're getting ahead of the game, and they put this out for Pride Month already. Here you go. All right, so first off, Connor has a truck like this. And uh, Connor, I wasn't going to tell you, but as a little, this is a little pre-birthday gift for you. We've out, your car right now is outside in the, in the parking lot being uh, detailed. Gay, we're rainbow and that whole freaking thing. And you're going to drive it around town. Very proud, you straight white freak. Um, that's one thing. Uh, the other thing, think about it this way. Let, let's say gay people are 10% of the population. Why, what is the obsession with marketing everything towards gay, trans, whatever, and the gay and trans have nothing to do with uh, each other. They're actually arch enemies, sort of like Optimus Prime and Megatron. Gays and trans should not like each other because the trans want to chop off the genitals of the gays. Let's put that aside for a second. Uh, why would you be marketing to a very niche audience? And who, what gay person is walking in when you want to buy a car? 
And, you know, okay, so you're sitting there, you're looking at two trucks. Well, which one of these trucks is gayer? Is this, what is this truck? Do you, do you have this in Rainbow? It's just, none of it makes any sense. Oh, uh, with all due respect to Dave Rubin, it makes perfect sense because it is the way for the alphabet people, the wokocrats, to disseminate within the culture more and more of their influence upon American, the American citizens, the American people, and especially the younger people. Did you hear him say that they are arch enemies? that trans and gays because he says the trans they want to cut off our junk and i've been saying this for a long long time that the t in the lgbtqiaaxyz plus community is going to actually be causing serious troubles within the gay community and within the rights of women to be left alone now it's interesting because we are approaching June as the LGBTQIA Pride Month. It should say actually plus on there, right? And it's, it's, we're in May right now. As you're watching the show, it's May. And the fact is they've used May and June for the Gay Pride Month. And it's disseminated all throughout the country, all throughout our schools, etc. Now, let's go back a little bit in history. When I wrote my book, Mobocracy, in 2012, I used the term... Uh, LGBT, LGBT, okay, mobocracy, this is what democracy looks like, the cultural and political war to destroy our republic under God. I was dealing with the sexual revolution, I was dealing with the Marxists and the university professors and, and the perversion of sexuality and the influence of the ACLU upon uh, institutions within the United States. And so that was 11 years ago, and I said LGBT. But I also did explain that the day will come when there's going to be an explosion within that world because they're redefining not only humanity, men and women, but they're redefining language. And therefore, this, what I call the slippery slope to Sodom, or Gomorrah, whatever you want to call it, would exponentially explode, and it has. If you go back to the New York Times of 2013, look at the headlines of the New York Times. The next civil rights frontier is the transgender frontier. Then Time magazine of 2014 had a man pretending to be a woman, and it says the transgender tipping point, America's next civil rights frontier. See, they were equating what happened in the 1960s with civil rights when it came to segrega democratic segregation, discrimination, Jim Crow, etc. And now the transgender movement is the next civil rights movement. Then there was the National Geographic in 2017. Now the National Geographic, you know, <laughs> look at the headline. It says gender revolution. And then they got pictures of transgender males, transgender females, lesbians, queers. And then on the right, they have just a regular old male. This happens in this particular case, a black male. And this is, in essence, you can see this permeating throughout the culture, in the schools, in the literature, in the news magazines.
And so now we're dealing with an explosion of that community. In fact, it's the LGBTQIAAP, you know, the pansexuals, the asexuals, the allies. For those, you know, those feel-good lefties, wokocrats who ally with the alphabet people. You got the, the, the two T's and the two Q's. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Even the BBC. The BBC says there's well over 100 plus genders. BBC films teach children of 100 genders or more. This comes from the, the Times Financial magazine out of a newspaper out of London, England. This is just absolute insanity, people. The things that I talked about in mobocracy about the cultural and political war to destroy our republic under God, to attack the Judeo-Christian worldview that men and women are made in the Imago Dei, the image of God. I was laughed at and ridiculed in 2012 when I wrote the book, when I traveled the state of Wisconsin and the United States of America discussing the book, trying to make people aware of what was around the corner when it comes to the explosion of, of cultural Marxism, American Marxism, a socialism in the country, and an attack on the mores, the ethics that have been that derive from the Judeo-Christian worldview that our founders built the foundation of our nation on. Our republic's foundation was the, is the foundation of the Judeo-Christian worldview. It's why the Declaration calls our Creator the source of our life and our liberty. It's He's called the Supreme Judge of the world. Yes, and he, he, in essence, in a declaration, it says that we rely on divine providence. There is, there is a world of order, a right way of living and a wrong way of living. The book of Genesis, Breshit in Hebrew, where it says that man is made in the image of God, to quote Harry S. Truman's 1949 inaugural address, where he says we believe that all men are created equal because man is made in the image of God. In this day and age, you cannot invoke the scriptures, you cannot invoke uh, the Torah, you cannot invoke the Judeo-Christian worldview because the wokocrats, they go apoplectic nuts when you dare to bring up the reality of the foundation of our nation and they're eroding away at the foundation of our nation. And they're doing it in a thousand different ways with a hundred plus different gender identifications. Let's listen to, by the way, there's an organization that I highly recommend. We, we have a professor, uh, Michelle Cretella. She's the president of the American College of Pediatrics. I'm going to repeat, the American College of Pediatrics, they haven't gone woke. They actually believe in biology and science and facts and reality. Listen to what she says about transgender madness. Here goes. Transgender ideology holds that people can be born into the wrong body. It's simply not true. Human sexuality is binary. Okay, we know this because in nature, reproduction is the rule. And human beings, uh, we engage in sexual reproduction. You need a man and a woman to do that. Women are XX. Those are the sex chromosomes. Women have two X, Xs. Men have an X and a Y. Those are genetic markers. They're genetic markers for female and male, respectively. Okay, binary, that's the rule and it's self-evident. Transgender, someone who identifies as transgender, however, that's not a problem in their body. Gender identity, all identities, they're in our thoughts. 
thoughts and feelings, those are not hardwired, they develop, and they may be factually wrong or factually correct. Uh, the definition of a delusion is a fixed false belief. So if I persistently, consistently insist that I am Margaret Thatcher, or persistently, consistently insist that I am a cat, or uh, I'm an amputee trapped in a normal body, I am delusional. And in fact, there are people who believe they are amputees trapped in a normal body. They are appropriately diagnosed as having body identity integrity disorder. If you want to cut off an arm or a leg, you're mentally ill. But if, but if you want to cut off healthy, healthy breasts and genitals, oh, then you're transgender and you don't have a mental illness. Individuals with disorders of sex development are being used as pawns in the fight for um, basically a civil right to mental illness. I have so much more to say, but you'll have to hear that after our break next. Did you hear what she said? There's no civil rights for this kind of thinking, this perverted thinking. There's a need for us to be able to take care of these individuals who have this gender dysphoria going on. In fact, there's another doctor that worked with the Daily Signal that explained something about propaganda, social contagion, gender clinics that I want you to hear. Here goes. There is heavy duty propaganda basically going on, but these gender clinics have uh, sprung up and have multiplied all across the country. The numbers are going up around the world, in the UK, Canada, here, other places. More and more kids are, are being um, diagnosed with this, and there's a social contagion component, people, uh, kids going on to, you know, YouTube, Tumblr, things like that. So the, so the cases are rising. It's a major problem that we have to address. In my practice as a physician, I always look at side effects of medications before I give anything to anyone. Say for diabetics, I always tell them, you know, if you can work on your diet and exercise first, I'd rather have you do that than take these medications because there's, there's side effects and there's problems that are potential. But if you need it, then, then you need to take it. With this, I can see no need to take these medications. I see the risks as being very high. And I see children as a very vulnerable population, can't speak up for themselves and their parents are often propagandized by this movement. I've met a lot of these parents. Uh, my heart goes out to them. I've seen their kids and pictures of their kids, and uh, really, it's about helping kids. It's about helping kids. People, look, what's happening in the country right now, whether it be Bud Light and Ford Corporation or Target, etc., it's happening in our schools, and I've said for many, many times on my shows that ultimately they want our children, and they're poisoning our children with this transgender idiocy, this nonsense. I want to recommend, by the way, uh, a couple of places, um, uh, documentaries and places to go so that we can actually be equipped to sharpen our worldview to help those who have this gender dysphoria. Uh, there are some great ministries. There's Help for Families. It's called www.helpforfamilies.com. There's also Pure Passion Media, www.purepassionmedia.org. They have a documentary called Transform, Finding Peace with Your God-Given Gender. 
I just watched it. It's absolutely brilliant. They also have RestoreHopeNetwork.org. And there's also a great teen documentary film called Disconnected, The Real Story Behind the Transgender Explosion. It's available at www.disconnected-movie.com. We have a short little clip from the beginning of that that I want you to see right here. I was told that people who have gender dysphoria need to transition. Like, they can't survive without transitioning. And where I made a grave error was thinking that I needed to change my body. To everyone celebrating Transgender Day of Visibility, I want you to know that your president sees you. And we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom, on the playing field, at work, in our military, in our housing and healthcare systems, everywhere. Simply everywhere. Simply everywhere. Simply everywhere. Simply, 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 simply everywhere. Simply everywhere. Simply, simply everywhere. By the way, my producer saying, hey, old dude, WWW, you don't say that anymore. It's not 1999. Well, okay, fair enough. I was just going by the article I was reading. Anyways, you can, you can get a hold of these organizations. They'll actually help you, uh, educate you in this particular topic. Now, you know, here's Biden. He has the bully pulpit in Washington, D.C., in the White House, where he's reinforcing this insanity of the LGBT alphabet people-ism uh, movement, wokeism that's happening in the country. And it is everywhere. One of the latest everywhere is Target because they're targeting our children. So you'll see headlines like Target swimsuits. They've got extra crotch coverage or junk coverage or junk-friendly construction. This is unbelievable. Target's latest pride collections is kids' books. So one of the headlines, Target releases latest pride collection complete with kids' books and rainbow items for babies. Bye-bye binary. They hate that word binary. So you see this baby holding on to a pink color or a blue color and saying, in essence, don't you, doctor, say uh, it's a girl, it's a boy. Let me decide when I'm older. You know, when maybe I'm three or four, then I'll decide. They have all kinds of pride paraphernalia, shirts, uh, let's see what else we have. Queer, queer, queer. My wife took these pictures just the other day. Queers take care of each other. What's another one we have here? Oh, gender fluid. That's interesting. Gender fluid is the idea that, you know, one day you could be a boy and the next day you could be a girl or the following day you just don't know, so you can't define it. Unbelievable. And then this one, this is taken by my wife here just a couple days ago. Trans people will always exist. Yes, gender, gender dysphoria, if I said that right, it will always exist. It's a small, small segment of our population, but for some reason, well, we know why, because of social contagion, social uh, uh, media, social uh, influences in the classroom, in the culture, all around, in sports, etc., more and more young people are buying the lies of transgenderism. Now, look, the woke governor, Newsom of California, look what he said. He says, CEO of Target, Brian Cornell, selling out the LGBT plus community to extremists is a real profile in courage. This isn't just a couple stores in the South. There is a systemic attack. There's that word systemic. They love that word on the gay community happening across the country. Wake up, America. This doesn't stop here. You're black. 
You're Asian, you're Jewish, you're a woman, you're next. Yeah, this is absolute insanity. Uh, here they're going out with the fear factor card, right? This is what they do. We will not live by their lies, and they try to disseminate it not only in our classrooms and our churches, all throughout the culture, but within the corporate world. It's interesting to note, by the way, I just went to Target two hours ago to see, I've read where they have just taken a hit in the billions of dollars, to see if they actually had moved, when you walk into the Target store here in Appleton, Wisconsin, there it is. Pride Month, you know, the displays of all the stuff we just saw, it's still there. They haven't moved it into the back of the store. Now, maybe they're going to get there, but the fact of the matter is still front and center at the Target store in Appleton, uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. Now, what really blows me away is when they unabashedly said that Satan, one of the designers, was actually a Satanist. Satan behind it all since the Garden of Eden, people. It's, you think it's a coincidence that Saul Alinsky said the very first radical, that mentor of Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, he said, Saul Alinsky, the very first radical was Lucifer. And here we find that one of the main designers of Target's pride, trans, you know, transgender, gay pride month stuff, clothes for babies and little kids, etc. I just went in there, saw all the paraphernalia. Let's listen to what the, the, one of the designers says. Satan loves you and respects who you are. You're important and valuable in this world, and you deserve to, to treat yourself with love and respect. I've been thinking a lot lately about the Satanic Temple and, to a lesser extent, the Church of Satan, how they so frequently misunderstood, they're so frequently misunderstood and demonized and how the LGBT plus people are so often referred to as being a product of Satan or going against Satan will. Satan's will, God's will, excuse me. Satanists don't actually believe in Satan. He's merely, he's merely used as a symbol of passion, pride, and liberty. He means to you what you need him to mean. So for me, Satan is hope, compassion, equality, and love. That is a lie right from the pit of hell. And this is what these postmodern wokocrats uh, have done. They've deconstructed reality in their world. They've deconstructed the normal use of language, the, the common sense use of language. They deconstructed the reality of men and women, two genders. They've created a, a fictitious world within the minds of individuals, many young people, to have them buy the lie that they're something they're not. And here at One Nation, we do not want to perpetuate that lie, live by that lie. We want to expose that lie for what it is. It is satanic. In fact, does not the book of Ephesians say this? For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the, of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That is so true. We need to recognize that. We need to pull back the curtain of what's happening in our country. They want our children. And sadly, in many cases, they have our children. They've convinced them, uh, they've convinced them of this lie. We're in the midst of an intense worldview war. It's the inevitable outcome of postmodern philosophy that declares God is dead. The scriptures are irrelevant and anything goes. It's good versus evil. 
Right versus wrong, facts versus feelings, reality versus non-reality, science, biology versus brainwashing of wokeism. Pray, America. Get involved. Take action. Boycott Target and and get involved and, and, and share the love of Christ with these hurting souls. So until we meet again, Godspeed and happy trails to you in the battles ahead. 